The following presentation is brought to you by the KMmedia.pro network. Each channel is created to provide highly engaging and fascinating, fascinating content presented in an entertaining light just for you. Please visit www.kmmedia.pro for complete information. So now, stay right where you are as we present. If you want to find the secrets to the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Nikola Tesla. In Think Energy, Dana Parker and I, Kevin McDonald, will delve deep into the world of energy and vibration. We will present great guests who are able to use energy in a positive, healing way. Be it NLP, Reiki, mediumship, energy healing, spirit communication, and many more modalities. Our intention is to create a safe space for all of us to understand that everything is just, well, energy. And welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Kevin McDonald, and this is Think Energy. It is Friday, and we always do Think Energy shows on Friday. And so, therefore, we seek out some people that are some really have got some interesting um interesting things to say about number one energy how it works and this is a new emerging science and with us today is tom paladino and uh and he's going to tell us all about uh, scalar energy and and scalar light and how that all works uh that i I think that's what you're going to tell us about right yes it is thank you kevin yes thanks for the invitation yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, you know, this is, uh, I quite frankly, you know, I've been around metaphysical world and, and energy and stuff for a long time. And, and this escaped my notice. I haven't really heard about this. So I'm as interested as the audience is to find out more about it. So tell us about it a little bit. Yeah, I, I frequently tell people, everybody's an expert at scalar energy. What is it? It's starlight, sunlight. It's the initial energy of the stars. Electricity and magnetism are simply a derivative or the secondary energy of the universe. So what is scalar energy? It's the the primal force of the universe. Some people call that life force energy or chi, prana, ohm. Uh, it, It is the initial energy of the stars. And I have instruments that can capture, that can harness that energy from the stars. How does that work exactly? And and do we do we consider the sun a star? Yes, the the, the sun of, of our solar system is a star. Yes, um, good point. So how does that work? Well, I studied Tesla, and I was able to take from his notes his theory on scalar energy. I studied another great American inventor by the name of Galen Hieronymus. And I was able to duplicate his instruments and working with a brilliant engineer and, and other manufacturers and so forth, we were able to create structure, scalar energy instruments. Now, these instruments are Tesla instruments or what is known as free energy instruments. We're not tapping in to electricity. We're tapping into the, to the life force energy of the universe. It's a, such a promising technology this is going to be the free energy that will liberate mankind oh you just said the magic word free energy that's a conflict in terms right there yeah you're you're right it's an oxymoron well 
in reference to scalar energy, no, it's it's very much a reality. I believe this energy, scalar energy, is it's a, of a divine nature, and this is what gives power to the stars. And if, if you look at the stars, although they vary in intensity and luminosity, nonetheless, there's always energy. There's always some type of light from a star. Well, what gives it that perpetual light? It has to be a perpetual energy. So what's my point? The stars are perpetual because they're driven by a perpetual energy. That's the divine source. That's the divine light. So you're able to capture this light and with the instruments that you have, how do you use it for the betterment of mankind? That's a good point. So um, able to harness this energy and then direct it. You have to instruct this energy. So scalar energy allows me to work with a person's photograph. I want to make this very clear. People will email me a photograph and I can access the scalar energy signature on a photograph. This is my photograph and I would actually place it inside an instrument. And in so doing, I access the quantum information or the field on a photograph. And one of the things I've discovered that every photograph carries a person's brainwaves or their chakras or their, their spirit body. And by working through their photograph, I can access that person's brainwaves, their seven chakras. So this is the, the emerging science the informational science that I'm speaking of, the ability to work in a non-physical environment, that's what scalar energy is, to access the quantum field by way of a person's photograph. And in so doing, we can balance the seven chakras, we can balance the brain waves. And you can do that through the instrumentation that you have. Exactly, through the instrumentation, working, utilizing the force field, the energy field on a photograph. So everything I do is non-physical. There's no physical office. I don't work with people in person. I work with the energy imprinted on a photograph. And, and isn't it similar to, because there are, there are energy workers who are ha, have a particular gift for um, uh, accessing energy and feeling energy, and they can see your chakras and, that's, and that sort of thing. Is this kind of the, a way for anybody to do this, to do what yes. they do? Yes, I, I believe everybody has scalar energy, the presence of scalar energy. I believe it's the image of God. I believe we're all made in the image of God. And, and one of the ways I can prove that, or at least in, in theory, are our thoughts, our actual cognitive thinking. That's a scalar energy process. Our emotions, that is scalar energy likewise. So everybody has this gift of scalar energy. And some people it manifests into the healing hands. Some people can lay their hands upon you and they can heal you with that energy. Well, what is that? Well, healing hands are, are scalar energy, scalar light hands. So everybody possesses this gift. And if you will, I've now harnessed that gift, so to speak, in instrumentation. And so when somebody comes to you and they, or they give you your, their picture mm -hmm. and, you, and you run it through the process in the program, can mm -hmm. you then... Um, opening and you're opening up all of their chakras and and getting their energy energy flowing back the way God intended for it to be. What is the outcome, and why would somebody want to do that? Sure, the the outcome is after people submit their photo to me and I work with them by way of this instrument. Many people say they have a sense of bliss or tranquility. Now that I've seen that time and time again, so that seems to be a recurring theme. 
So the scalar energy instrument does indeed seem to balance the seven chakras, the brain waves. The upshot is, is people are calmer. Their, their clarity is increased. Some people say their memory is enhanced. Others have said that scalar energy has served to correct, say, an alcohol problem or a drug addiction problem. Now, all of that is calls to mind the field, the field of energy that I'm working with. And in so doing, if I can correct the conscious, if I can correct the human conscious, then the correction in behavior results. You know, when you when we're talking about this, and I, let's digress just a little bit, because, um, and I'll ask your opinion about this, Tom. We are all energetic beings and having a physical experience. Yes. Exactly. Uh, we when when our when we die, we don't die. We transition, and our consciousness continues. Our energy, if you will, continues, right. and it stays together as a being rather than just dissipates into the dissipating into the ether. Um, and so, it becomes an important piece of our uh, of our understanding of energy and who we are. And, and am I right in that? I would concur. I, I come from a Christian background. I believe everybody has a spirit, a soul, and it's right. eternal. You cannot destroy that. It's eternal because it's made in the image of God, so to speak. So, yes, everybody has a spirit. And with that in mind, what is spirit? It's really the embodiment of scalar light. That's why I think it's a divine light. Our divine light gives rise to our spirit. Which that also lends to the um, to the some people would call it a theory. I call it a fact yeah. that God is everywhere, and Precisely. God's energy, God's energy is everywhere. It, it and that has that has to fit hand in glove exactly. If this energy is everywhere, then this is the omnipresence of God, and I'd say that's a tautology. I would say that's an uh, a, an equation. You just spoke of an equivalence. Yes. And so because God is everywhere, there is no place that God is not. Right. So, so when we are looking at our earthly existence here, right. and, and it, it, which is a very temporary thing, we, we can look at it in a completely different light because we know that this isn't it. This isn't all there is. This is just a piece of who we are. Yes. Yeah. And bravo to that. So, if this really is divine energy, then it has to transcend time and space. That's what scalar light does. It has to be everywhere at every time. That's what I think scalar energy is. It cannot diminish. Scalar energy does not experience entropy. It's perpetual, like the energy of the stars. What have we tapped into? We've tapped into the consciousness of the universe. We've tapped into the, the intelligence of the universe. That's why this technology is going to change the world. We are now interfacing with the mind of God, so to speak. Now we've tapped into consciousness. And when you say change the world, what kind of changes do you envision? Yeah. Okay, go, go back to my earlier statement. Scalar energy powers the star. Well, why can't we power our homes with scalar energy? If I don't look, know. Why can't we? We're about to. We're about to. We're going to create scalar energy instruments, free energy instruments, and we're going to do away with fossil fuels. This that, is the technology of the future. Scalar energy are, is free energy. It's from the stars. There's no pollution. It's just a matter 
of, of hooking our wheel work, as Nikola Tesla said, we just have to attach our wheel work to the universe. That wheel work is scalar energy. Once we make that connection to that paradigm, scalar energy, it's it's a new world. So when you are when you're working as far as like energy and heating our homes and that sort of thing, is it the the uh, uh, machines that you have are able to to capture that energy and then turn it around and use it in a positive way? I, I'm able to to take an electrical current and convert it into scalar. I've discovered that electricity will convert back into scalar and scalar will degrade into electricity and magnetism. So um, in the future, I hope to be able just to exclusively capture by a passive gain sun energy. And in so doing, I'll be able to power the world with that sun energy, that scalar energy. That's about darn time too, because you know, we, we, I don't know if you follow uh, current events, but we are uh, deeply involved in in um, fossil fuels and 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 people are using oil right now as a weapon. Yeah, and okay. if 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 you can eliminate that potential as a weapon because everything is it's free and you and you can use it for, you, for yourself, that would make the world a much safer place. I think. There you go. That and that's the game changer that we're looking for. Okay. Now all we have to do, to be blunt, is to duplicate a star. I mean that. Oh, is that all? <laughs> In other words, find out what drives a star. There's a certain geometry to that. There has find to be. out what drives a star. What is it? What mechanism that gives life to the star, which is perpetual light, and then just duplicate it. We're going to copy nature, and I, I think you know, eventually God will give us the wisdom to do that. And once we can create a miniature star. We can do away with power plants. And it would be perpetual because it, yes. it would be self-feeding, um, 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 self if you will, yes. Yes. so that it, it, it never runs out of uh, energy. And there's no chemical reaction, hence there's no pollution. And, and you know what, the, what we're discovering today, and I think you're on the forefront of it, is that if we were, if we look at how energy, or excuse me, if we look at how nature works, right, and how everything within nature is e evolves into works, and and we, if we could figure some of that out, we could change everything. I would think. Yes, yes. and that's the key. You have to imitate nature. You have to copy nature. You know, if you look at the stars, there's billions of galaxies. What gives power to those billions of galaxies? It has to be some perpetual energy. Okay? It, it can't be gasoline. It would have burned out by now. It can't be coal. Right. And it, no, it's, it's not a nuclear reaction because even that is a finite quantity. And, and like, as an example, the, 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 the statistics and the numbers are crazy uh, as far as how many stars there are, right. how many galaxies there are. That, that they're not even sure they actually even know yet uh, how this the exact scope of the universe how big it is and uh, and yet we have got these stars that live literally well you know our sun which is a, a yellow star is um, is 14 billion years old so it's continued to move it's continued to re-energize itself and continue to do that forever without an external source. 
There you go. That, so what, there you crazy. go. So what is the external source? It has to be God. Yeah. What else? What else could give infinite energy to a number of infinite galaxies? It have to be an infinite source of energy, an infinite God. And and th- th- that is in control of all of uh, the the all of the uh, energy that is being used throughout the universe. And it and and Tesla proved, as did Einstein, that energy doesn't ever die. It right. just it just changes form. Exactly. Exactly. So now that we have this understanding of the universe, all we need to do is copy the universe. In other words, what I'm trying to get away from is the armature or the turbine or the piston or the motor or or call it what you will. The, The action in the universe, the kinetic action is scalar energy. That's the motor. That's all you need. So is it like a uh, um, a, a generator that it's that double helix scalar energy is a double helix? I don't and even it, have any idea what that means. Well, <laughs> it's, it's as if two coils are inter, intertwined. It it actually is the cause of DNA. So if you look at the DNA molecule, that helix, okay, that helical structure, that's what scalar energy is. It's a two coil two coils intertwined. So that is what is always rotating or twisting, or it's a vortex, and that is the motion of the universe. And so what do you envision long-term? What do you envision us being able to do in the next, I don't know, 20, 30 years? Yeah, I think scalar energy will be the the energy that will be embraced. It should replace most of the uh, inventions, most of the technology that are in vogue today in the middle military industrial complex. It's an energy that um, it's without exception. There there is no die off. There's no entropy. So this, again, will give us the free energy that we've been looking for. And then once we understand how to control this energy, we will see it's much more versatile. And it's actually much more obedient than that of electricity. So if electricity is a tool, it is. It's a crude tool. Scalar energy is much more precise, and scalar energy will allow us a greater sway of of capability. Now, can you, at this point, with somebody's picture, and I I know you're not a doctor, and you're not allowed to to make any um, uh, health claims, but... but, but because you are helping rearrange and 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 coordinate their energy through their chakras and stuff, they're healing themselves a little bit. I would say so. Yeah, in many ways, yes, I would say so. And I'll I'll make this very clear. I can prove my work in the laboratory when I work with a photograph, but I have to rely upon people, their testimony, because they are obviously not in my laboratory. So this is the new science. Some people call that quantum entanglement or some type of communication system. So for instance, I can identify in a person's photograph their seven chakras, identify them and then balance their seven chakras. But then I have to rely upon the person to say, did this work? Do they feel that their chakras have been aligned? Or do they feel that we've been able to eradicate a microbe, a bacterium or a parasite? You know what would be an interesting experiment is to, is to utilize a uh, somebody who who reads chakras, uh, and you and because of their they have an, a gift, 
and and to and to utilize that in somebody else's picture and see and and work together with that. That would be an interesting experiment. You're, you're right, and that's the that's the state of the science right now. On kind of the fact that there's no rigid scientific protocol. This is a new science. We have to rely upon people who have that gift, perhaps who can see chakras, can see auras, and then could see the before and after effect of a scalar energy treatment. That's a good point. We, you know, the interesting thing is, and, and just, just to bring it down for some of the folks who may be listening or that are not really aware of the energy that is in our bodies and that, that really drives us, is that our chakras are energy centers. Yes. Uh, there are seven. There may be more. Uh, there are seven main ones. And, and then the aura is our, actually our, our, our energy body that is outside of our physical body. And that's people use that. And I believe this to be true. Tell me if I'm right or wrong in this, Tom, is that uh, psychic people use their, the auric field and the energy that is surrounding people to be able to interpret that and uh, through thoughts and feelings and, and things. And that's how, People and that's how people get uh, psychic readings and and in some cases uh, mediumship um, and because everybody that has passed on still has that energy right. and they they can uh, use that to uh, influence somebody who's sensitive to it. And is that right? Yep. Yes, it is. Let, let me add to that. Yes, it is. Um, clairvoyance. We've heard of that gift. What is clairvoyance? It's scalar energy. It's scalar light. How do some people understand the future or, or see an event out of time? Well, scalar energy transcends time. So if you have the gift of prophecy or you're clairvoyant, yeah, that, that's scalar energy communication. It's not electromagnetic communication. It's scalar energy communication. People with healing hands, those are scalar energy healing hands. People who have the ability to to un understand something or, or they're very creative. How, how did they become so creative or how is it that they have a natural talent, whether it's for a musical instrument or the arts or sciences, that's a scalar energy of flatus. That's information or that's knowledge by way of scalar energy. Um, I don't know if you remember the movie Rain Man. Of Rain course. Man. Uh, it was semi-autobiographical. There was an actual Rain Man. His name was Lawrence Kim Peake. I'm and an excellent his, driver. Yeah, and during his lifetime, Lawrence Kim Peek memorized 10,000 volumes of books, at least memorized word for word. How could he do that? By way of scalar energy. See, scalar energy is perfect memory. Oh, wow. How could Rain Man, this, this man, Kim Peek, how could he memorize so with such accuracy? Well, it had to be this gift of light scalar light. It had to be this afflatus from God. It had to be this divine intelligence. Okay, I can't count to 10,000, let alone memorize 10,000 books. How, did, how do you do that? Here's another feat. Lawrence Kim Peek had um, calendar date recognition. If you would ask him what day of the week was the Declaration of Independence signed, he could tell you. Why? Because in his mind, he had a calendar and he could pinpoint what day of the week an event took place. How do you do that? How do you memorize a calendar? He, he did not memorize a calendar. It was a gift from God. He could pick out the day of the week something happened. 
So these are extraordinary feats, but everybody, frankly, is, is capable of that. Isn't the why, why was Lawrence Kimpeak given such a gift? I don't know why, but that is a scalar energy mind of all knowing, or at least in this case, he, he understood calendar date recognition. Now, to continue on in that in that theory, that is one of the reasons why we have uh, amnesia from when we before we came here. We knew a lot more than we know in our physical bodies. Yeah. Uh, that's right. also that's by design for one, but also because we're very dense uh, and not not in a a smarter dumb thing, but we are we're very our bodies are very dense. And so when we leave our bodies and, re and return to the scalar energy and the scalar light that's all around us, we are infused with the knowledge that, that, that it is all there is, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So once we tap into that, some people call that the mind of God, quantum entanglement, Akashic record. What's the point? It's, it's, a, it's a paradigm in which information is easily accessed. You don't have to think, you know. That's the point I'm getting at. In a scalar energy perfect paradigm, you know instantaneously. Their, their deduction is not necessary. And nor is, nor is faith, because you've, you, you know for a fact. Exactly. You, you don't stumble. You see, the, you see the universe, you see the world as it is. Everything is apparent to you. Yes. And that would be nice if everybody uh, could utilize that today. And because, you know, there's a lot of folks that are, uh, have blind spots, you know, but uh, so your work, how long have you been doing this, by the way? It's 50 years, my life. Since, so, so you started when you were just a itty bitty fella. Yeah. I was reading Tesla before the computer back in the seventies when we had books, we didn't have the computer back then. Yes. See, now, ladies and gentlemen, a book is something that you used to go to a bookstore and you, and, and you would buy it. And it's, it's uh, printed on paper. Anyway, never mind. Uh, but there, you'd be amazed how many people have uh, the younger generation that they, they use their computers in, the, in their hands and they uh, never pick up a book. So, you know, but uh, I like the humor. I get it. <laughs> Tesla really was a uh, um, a remarkable guy, wasn't he? Yeah, he's just you know three, four hundred, maybe five hundred patents. You know, I, again, I can't count to five hundred, let alone create you know, <laughs> three or four hundred different instruments. Just and th there's a good point. How did he know this? You know, many times Tesla would say he would sit uh, awake at night, he could not sleep, and God would give him flashes of light flashes of light and he would see an invention in his mind he would not experiment it would be a download of flatus a flash of light call it what you will and he could see by an intellectual vision his invention okay how, how does that happen what what's the medium here it's scalar light it's god's intelligence what's well, it's the same thing that i equate it to like even even music you know uh, and I've said this before, but uh, Paul McCartney wrote uh, yesterday uh, when he was dreaming in the middle of the night. Mm. He woke up with the song in his head, complete yeah. and all done. It was a download. I have a friend that is a uh, animal communicator that has come up with a completely new way of of helping animals and people communicate better. And she received that in a series of downloads. That that she and so she was more along the lines of just taking dictation 
So not only is it the energies out there, but it's intelligent energy, isn't it? It's 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 all it's the all seeing eye. This is the mind of God. I, I mean that scalar energy. If it's a divine origin, I say it is. Then it knows everything. So what are we tapping into? The intelligence of God. I mean that every word of that. I mean. And like you said, like we said, it's everywhere, and uh, it and it's everywhere in the universe, and and that there is no place where it is not. Which has theological issues associated with that because if there's nowhere where God isn't, then where the hell is the devil? But that's a, that's a whole nother discussion, yeah. you know, but, uh, um, it's, it's, it's great to be talking to you. Uh, you. what are you going to be doing with this, uh, in the short term? And right now let's, let's tell people you, if you want to have Tom, uh, read your picture, you can do that. Tell them how to do that. Yeah. I give away free sessions. What do I mean? People will email me their photograph. And again, there's no office. We're working in the quantum realm. So email me just a headshot. At our website, we offer free sessions to people around the world. We want to introduce this to people. This is new, esoteric. I get that. So we offer 15 days of free scalar energy sessions to anybody in the world. So I'm going to ask the audience to take me up on this. There's no obligation. Scalarlight.com. S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. Visit the website. Anybody in the world can upload your photographs. You can include your family and your pets. And then after 15 days of quantum sessions, by way of your photograph, you decide the merit. You decide how you feel. And I say that because it's a new science. There is no scientific protocol. This has to be proven at, at initially at a grassroots level. And people have to be the, the judge, at least for the present time. Well, and really, everything that we do in, in, this, in this world in, in, of uh, energy and, and, and stuff, there's, there's, the scientific community still has got some catching up to do, don't they? Yeah, yeah they do. You know, uh, science is, is, is a tool, and it's a wonderful tool, but it's not the only tool. You know, some people learn by intuition. Some people learn by experience. So um, th there's many ways to look at reality. A scientific analysis is one of the ways. It's not the only way. Absolutely. Well, you know, and there are there are times, and I'm sure it's happened to you. It's certainly has happened to me, where you have an intuition strike, and something that you think is about to happen actually happens. Yeah. Somebody calls you when you're thinking about them, yeah. or that sort of thing. That's kind of the same concept, right? It is. Uh, many parents will have an intuition about their their children. You know what's going on with them, and and I've heard this from so many people. When something favorable happens to their child, they know about it perhaps in advance. When something uh, of a dire consequence takes place with their children, they know about it. How how is that possible? It has to be a perfect information system that shares information between two parties, right, parent and child. And, and how, what's the medium? It has to be light. It has probably scalar light in my estimation. It's now in the light spectrum, what's, what is, how broad is the scalar light spectrum? It has to be infinite. Because oh, wow. if, if you look at the electromagnetic spectrum, there's specific frequencies, okay? But if we're looking at scalar energy, you cannot put it in a box, so to speak. There, there cannot be 
the low end or the high end of frequency. So I, I usually try not to even use the term frequency. I believe scalar energy are infinite instructions or infinite intelligence. And it has to be if it's from God. You cannot limit God to a number. So what am I getting at? Scalar energy is probably the infinite intelligence or the infinite instructions. So what you're telling me then is if we could tap into this energy source, yes. Yes. that this intelligent energy source, yes. we could access the information from God. Yes, exactly. I mean that. Yes, every word of that. Imagine if we had scalar energy instruments, we could turn them on at night. And like Tesla, we could have this download or this afflatus every night. And we could learn by light. Again, Nikola Tesla learned by flashes of light. And he would see an invention in his mind. Imagine if we could do that. Well, even more so than that, think of the mindset that it would change amongst human beings if we could, if everyone were to recognize yes. that this existed and it is from God and it's provable then it would change how everyone thought about each other yep. because because ultimately one of one of the things that i believe is that we are all one we are all energetic beings we are all we are all together and if you but if we believe that as a human family then it would i would think it would change the course of our behaviors yeah yes and that's why the chakra balancing is so important if if, the, if indeed the chakra balancing will change our thinking our conscious imagine if we could do that with a million people a day i want to make this very clear my instrument can easily accommodate multiple photographs today i work with over two hundred thousand people by way of their photograph so imagine if we can perform a chakra balancing or some type of conscious connection or conscious correction and do that for a million or two million people a day we can we can that's awesome. Now, how many how many of these machines are there in existence? Uh, mine are custom built, so I'll, I'll give you a, a round figure about forty or fifty instruments that I have. Oh, it was very very nice. And and you're doing this work kind of all by yourself, or do you have a team? Uh, I I do it by myself. I'm the only researcher. I have an engineering team, but I'm the only researcher. And I'll speak to that point. It's it's really it's a shame that. Other scientists have not taken this up. The field is just wide open. Again, it's a new and emerging science, and it offers mankind such a prospect of, of a bright future. So, you know, you ask the question, why? Well, it's esoteric, and it's poorly understood. And secondly, right now, you can't write a paycheck for this. You have to have a love of this science. There is no scalar energy career. So th those are the impediments right now. Well, and, and is everything that is in our world, um, it revolves around the energy of money. Yeah. And if there's money to be made, money to be uh, harvested, then that's something that, that gets more traction. Yeah. But if it's free, and how can it be? How can it be free? How can it be? How can it be? It can be but, you know, I, I equate it kind of like with God's love. God's love is free. It's available to everybody. Right. Yeah. Good for you. And that's what scalar energy is, the love of God. You know, you cannot think of this in terms of electricity or magnetism. This, you know, electricity is just, it's limited. 
whereas scalar energy is unlimited. It's it's an infinite possibility. And it's also safer than electricity, too. Oh, sure, it? sure it is. I, I've never had a shock from scalar energy. I've been working with it for 25 years. There is no shock. There is no residue. There's no chemical reaction. There's no carbon footprint. And that, you know, quite honestly, uh, Tom, that's why the science community has trouble with it because there is no, uh, there is no tail of or, or 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 results or or exhaust or or other issues that that you would normally uh, like like when you burn coal, well, it turns into smoke and and stuff. So this is different than a lot of, and unless they can see it, touch it, feel it. They don't necessarily, they're not going to believe it. Yeah, that's the drawback. You hit the nail on the head, Kevin. Why? Because it's it's immaterial. We're dealing with an information system. This is non-physical. And I don't think you can measure it. Why? Because to measure something, you need a finite quantity or a finite unit. Scalar energy is infinite. It's, it's God's energy. You cannot see it. It's invisible. So how many people in the, in, in the world would really say, yes, this is real, even though I can't, I can't touch it. Yes, it's, yes, it's invisible, but I accept it as being a reality. Well, you have to really walk in faith right now. Well, and which, you know, a little faith isn't bad for anybody. Right. So, you know, so, but if you, if you want to uh, get in touch with Tom and, uh, and send you, send him your picture, so that you can test this thing out for yourself. You can do that. So, Tom, how do they do that again? Yeah, it, the website is scalarlight.com. We have a 15-day trial, scalarlight.com. You're going to email us your photograph. And over the course of 15 days, we will work with your photograph. We will balance the chakras. We will remove, we'll identify and remove pathogens, microbes, viruses, bacteria, etc. And we have the third modality we're able to assemble to create nutrients. We do all of that in the quantum field through your photograph. That's the, that's the recipient of this action. Your photograph has a quantum field to it. Which a lot of people would go, no, no, wait a minute. Your, your photograph has got your, your energy imprint on it? And, and it, of course it does. Yeah. And ju just as we're, we're recording by a video right now, and that's my energy field. And I see your energy field, Kevin. Now, right. obviously, you're not in my computer. And obviously, when I place a photograph inside my instrument, a person is not inside my instrument. It's the image of the person, just as I see your image on this computer screen. Well, exactly. And I would like to remind everyone that's listening, if you're if you're a little skeptical, I understand. But I would like you to explain when you go into your car and you turn on your car and you turn on the radio, how does that happen? And how does that radio wave come to you? Yeah. Uh, and you can't see it. You have no idea about it. And it has been out there forever until they developed a device that was able to catch it. So this is kind of like the same thing. Am I, is that analogy okay? That's, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yep. The radio waves permeate our atmosphere. Scalar energy permeates the universe, and you just have to tap into that wavelength, so to speak. And that will be... You get that done, you're going to be a very wealthy fella. <laughs> you know, I the, the way I look at scalar energy, it's going to make everybody wealthy. That's really what I'm interested in. 
Now, if these scalar energy instruments can do our work, nobody's going to work 40 hours a week anymore. The scalar energy is going to make obsolete many work functions today. It's going to make our lives simple. So mark my word, scalar energy will do away with the 40-hour work week. Are you familiar with uh, Gene Roddenberry and Star Trek? Uh, no, I've watched Star Trek, yeah. Well, in in the 23rd century, yeah. According to Rodden, Roddenberry, now he's the one that that when in the in the sixties he used the communicator, which now looks like a flip phone, yeah. and and stuff, and so he developed all of these things, and uh, that that are were not and were not real, but now some of them are, and one of those things was in the twenty third century. Nobody has to work, so everybody can pursue their passion, whatever they want to pursue, because. They've harnessed the energy of the universe yes. to be able to take care of everybody. They can even create food out of nothing. Exactly. That's what I do with my nutrient program. I simply rearrange the elements in the body to create a nutrient. No, so cool. scalar energy sent into my quantum body will take carbon, oxygen, nitrogen, and rearrange it into a vitamin or an antioxidant. Isn't that cool? So, so congratulations on the work that you're doing. It's, you. Have you gotten any serious looks at it from uh, on the scientific community yet? No, no. Um, uh, we're all grassroots people. Um, I don't disparage anybody from the scientific community, but it's just, it's so different. You know, it's, it's really, it's, it's not electromagnetic. And that's the first hurdle that people or the scientific community will have to overcome, that there's two energies. And not everybody is willing to accept that there's two dimensions. Explain that. Uh, um, scalar energy is a different paradigm. It is not electricity or magnetism. So if we have two energies, then we have two events or two explanations for the universe. And I mean that. There are two possibilities in this universe, electromagnetic behavior and scalar energy behavior. And those are two distinct events. They're two distinct dimensions. I think I get it, but you're a smart guy. So, um, you are too. Well, well th uh, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Again, again, we've been talking to uh, Tom Palladino and Scalar. He's a Scalar Light researcher. Go to www.scalarlight.com and he can, uh, you send him his picture. Send them your picture, and he can work with your chakras, and he can kind of align everything up for you. It's very similar to, like, Reiki and some of the other things that, you know, the Reiki master will call in the energy of God to move through him to help the person on the table. Yeah. You're doing very similar work in, in the work that you're doing with working with people to uh, uh, heal themselves, and that, that would be... Then that's another thing that goes away. You don't need doctors if you can heal yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the game changer everybody's been looking for. This technology will liberate mankind. That's my end goal, to liberate the world. Do you think maybe you could come up with a bigger goal or something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's I think pretty... big. Yeah, I'm not playing games. We're going to liberate the world. <laughs> I, and I hope so. I, I really hope that in my lifetime that that it uh, comes to fruition and, and we can start applying it in, in a real sense because we have got to change what we're doing because we can no longer go against nature the way we are. 
you know, the, the model isn't working. We, we see that. The, 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 what we have in place, the paradigm, the model, the, the working network, call it what you will, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't suit our needs. We need a new way of doing things. Or the universe is going to give us um, a reason to that we're going to need to change. Yeah. And uh, I would hate to, I would hate for the good old earth to consider us to be a uh, virus, 7 billion of us on, on its surface and decide that they need to change that. So, you know, and uh, so it's, it's, it's important. The work you're doing is great. And I, I really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Let's change the world. Thanks for your time. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's been, it's been great talking to you. And if, again, if you've got, if you've got more questions and answers, go to uh scalarlight.com and, and uh, Tom will be able to help you get through it and to answer some of your questions and to really make it uh, real for you. So that's, that would be good. Tom, thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we go? No, I think we've, we, we've touched it upon it. At least that titillates the audience and, um, and uh, let's see what the future holds. Thank you. Thank you. And hold on, and I'll be right back. Thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of KMmedia.pro. Please visit our website, oddly enough, named KMmedia.pro, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great, positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to each other because each other's all we've got. We'll see you next time.